ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode of This Might Not Go Well with the host with the most, B Breeze, aka Poppy Sazon. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How's everyone doing out there? All right, before we get the start, the show going, <laughs> let's please leave a like and comment on our social media at This Might Not Go Well. And also, if you have any brand deals or anything that you would like us to promote, please contact us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. So let's get this show on the go, man. Let's do our weekly check in. How you doing this week, brother? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, I'm actually feeling okay because, you know, I thought the, you, you ethered me last week, but then on the review of the verses, I don't know, man. You good. lost. I did. I, I did lose, but I. It wasn't twenty zero. It wasn't fourteen six. It was fourteen six. It was not fourteen six. I'll probably give you thirteen seven because of the climax. Because I shouldn't have played the Usher climax. I'm just saying, I didn't get cleaned up like I thought, so I'm fine. I heard on, on the playback, I played that that podcast episode like seven times. I was like, oh, this was some good mixing. Okay. But I'm good. I'm good. Sending well wishes to my pops. You know, he going through a little something medical wise, but you'll get, get well soon, pop. I'm going to see you soon. But other than that, I'm chilling. I'm on vacation. So it is what it is, man. How you feeling? Oh, man. Feeling good this week. You know, this week was a nice little relaxing week. Oh, yeah. Um, I finally got a new therapist. Hey. Come on. Clap it up for me. Shout out to the therapist, man. What my claps? I'm going to give you like the best class we got. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. No, I don't got the class for you, bro. (laughs) And, you know, it was great. Um, she's, She's a black woman. You got a black therapist? Time out. Yes, yes, yes. And... We're in, we're in 2.5 seconds She she had me open like a book bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you I felt a little tree Was that a black man being vulnerable in 2021? Yeah what's I, what's it, You got a plug up What's that Oh yes um, Dr. Asia Jones Asia Jones A lot of yes. Asians in life I know Shout out to Dr. Asia Jones oh, Yes She had I, you acting light skin? Uh, yeah I mean I was spilling my guts And you know she got she ready to develop a like a treatment plan and all that other stuff. So it was good. And I and you know, I recommend everybody just to go seek with therapists because you don't know what you have subconsciously. And I feel like that's been my case. I feel like there's nothing that goes on in my head, but I feel like subconsciously it is. And I pop some actions of mine are influenced by subconscious thoughts. So I'm happy to be able to discuss that and get through those things. Big facts. Just before we even jump in, like that's I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I think, like you said, everyone should see have if you have the means to go see a therapist, man. I started therapy. I I want to say going this be like my third year. I think I've been in therapy, and it's not even like right now dealing with nothing current. It's more so just having a safe space to talk. You don't get too many safe spaces that are judgment free. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's outlets they run the social media. Or, you know, they go do some self-destructive shit. And it's just like, yo, how do we get here? Like, yeah, find cause, someone to talk to. Because, yeah, because I realize I'm not that vulnerable. I, and I'm also of the olden age where I don't post my feelings on social media. I still never get that from these younger people. Because I'm like, why? <laughs> do Hashtag you, want- you an 80s, baby. <laughs> don't do that. I'm not in 80s, 90s, straight up. But, yeah, I, I never I never been I never been the type of person to post my feelings online or anything like that. Unless you, like... Have a relationship with me I'm not going to tell you What's going on So I'm just happy To have somebody Who's more experienced In this field And you know I could be vulnerable with So I'm happy And I'm looking I'm looking forward To this journey Because you know I have been in therapy Like off and off Nothing too crazy In college And then um, a little bit after 
but I could never find a consistent therapist. So now I feel like I found the right one, and it was the first try too. That's a big oh. thing. A lot of people, it's it's not a lot of times people don't are turned off to therapy because they don't get that right fit. A therapist mm-hmm. is like. It's like that, like, like that good pair of jeans, or like that, that, that <laughs> yeah. nice, like it's like your, your church suit that you wear on special occasions. Like, you find the right one, and it's like everything else is easy because you know it might not happen in session one, it might happen in session two, but eventually you're gonna get to the root of your problems. And like you said, we live in an era now where everything is publicized. Dudes is on social media talking about their infidelities, or people are you know we don't get to they that. are reviewing, <laughs> you know they're. they're they're um, projecting their self-conscious on everybody yeah. else. And, and and I mean, I feel like it's not the way to live because now it's like, you're strangers know your business and know how you feel. It's just like, yo, that's not the right move. And and, and, and I don't want to stay on that too long, but I just want to mention, I, I just don't understand, like, you saying this to the public, are you... Cause I, if you're saying that you want help, then okay. If you're reaching out for the public for help, okay, I'm all for that. But from what I see, and I can have a bad point of view on it, they're not looking for help. They're just looking for attention. Clout's a hell of a drug, man. And you, you're putting your business out there automatically. With me, when I see people do that, I already know that I can't have more than just like a acquaintance relationship with that type of person because I feel like if anything happens. You're quick to go to social media. You're quick to expose stuff. I keep them like at arm's length. I get that. Yeah. I think in my younger days, I was like, I was, I was emotional youth. So I I, I, rec- I I can see like, you know, sometimes you just want to post to, you know, for the sake of posting. Yeah. And you think like that made you feel better. You, whoever you wanted to see what you said saw it. And like, but. Oh yeah, we all, we all have done that. Yeah, um, we've all done it. But that, it's like, that sneak this, not sneak this, but that sneak little not, post. Like, like a little, like I want to make, I know you saw this. Yeah. Like nobody else know what I'm talking about but you but I you know I don't mind that because it's not yeah. really exposing yeah but then sometimes people go too deep so I yeah. think finding I think one way we can make it so that you only use those when you're trying to you know you want shorty to come through but you're like yo I just without being thirsty like yo dang oh, oh yeah like, you know you want some nachos girl <laughs> some, <laughs> some, something uh, inside of but you know I didn't mean that yeah. in that text message yeah. Yeah, hit me back up yeah but like yo you can find someone to talk to I, I 100% support the therapy movement. Congratulations. We're going to clap it up for Dr. Asia again. Yes. And if you do, you know, book, book her a session and tell her I sent you. So, you know, I get like some referral points. Oh, that's what we're doing. Yo, if you, anybody in Queens need a great therapist, Dr. Sybil Reeves, she's been holding it down for three years now. So shout out Dr. Reeves. All right. Now that my week was good, you know, um, I'm excited, you know. Come on now, the weather's getting better. But, you know, before we start getting on, you know, on the entertainment side and start, you know, but we have to take the serious tone to talk about what's been going on this past week. So recently in Colorado, there was a person that was charged with 10 counts of first degree murder after shooting in a grocery store. Damn. And it's been I got the I got the audio so we can cue me up, DJ. You good. Officers in tactical gear, both walking in and out of the grocery store and on standby. Uh, we're roughly about two miles south of the University of Colorado uh, Boulder campus. Again, very active situation. Um, just a few minutes ago, we heard uh, police over speakerphone uh, tell someone in the car, in a car to uh, please sit up straight and turn themselves in. They were surrounded by police. But that's seen an active situation. 
Well, with that said, it's been going crazy because we're in one of those 10 victims was an officer who passed away trying to save people. So RIP to all the fallen victims in there. And the person was 21 years old. I, yeah, I did see that. Like, it's, it's crazy because every time we... In recent memory, like I'm recent, I'm talking about the last like five, ten years, and you see a majority of these like large scale shootings, and it's just like, yo, how do we get here? Yeah, like what's happening? And again, that ties kind of back into that mental health thing. Like we just talking about simple like growing up, but there's people that are really, really mentally ill, and they project their negativity. Onto others to the point where they feel like it's oh they're justified in taking violent action and taking people's life, making sure some other else doesn't go home because they don't like something, and that's disgusting. That's tragic, but we're hearing more and more of these accounts, and I feel like it's going to be more and more. God forbid, you know, I don't want that to happen, but it's hard. It's hard not to, especially we felt as a company, we felt as a country with this quarantine and this virus and where we felt the most is with mental health in this country. And now, you know, outside is starting to open up a little bit. Maybe that can change some people, but you have to understand people in this past year have been dealing with a lot with this pandemic. So I'm starting to, uh, you know, and I don't hope just a bad foreshadow. I'm we're going to start seeing the effect of people's mental health for this past year. And I think another layer to this is just Sandy Hook was what, 2012? That was yeah. the murder of the school up in Connecticut, right? We've been talking about gun. Every time something like this happened, we have the gun reform talk. Oh, we need background checks. We need mental health checks. We need to make sure that people are buying guns. We need a, a assault weapon ban. But it's always the same starting point conversations. Mm-hmm. We have the hot topic conversation for a week. Well, not us, but, you know, the people in power have that conversation for a week because they know it's going to get them views based on their stance. And then it goes away until the next shooting. But we're in a phase now where it's like there's a we're back to our uh, like Dave Chappelle said, our regularly scheduled program where there's new shootings every week. And now there's new mass shootings like every it's like we're what two of averaging two a month to start the year. Yep. It's crazy. And it is like, oh, where are you safe? You're not safe in your schools. You're not safe at the movie theater. You're not safe at a grocery store. It was in the middle of the day, bro. And that, and that, you know, all the other shootings have affected me. I'm not going to say it did it. It all have affected me because it was places where I frequent at. But it's like the grocery store in the middle of the day. Like, you, you, you go to the grocery store. You're going there just to buy food and go return to your crib. And somebody randomly with an AR-15 start letting off rounds. And that, like, people should, like, citizens have no need for those guns. Like, I think that's something that, first of all, fuck the NRA. I'm, I'm opening up with that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all pay a lot of money so people leave y'all alone. Y'all have a, a big backing. But have you not realized your whole, the right to bear arms... I'm when the founding father said that they didn't want y'all to have tanks. Like they didn't want y'all walking around like y'all old dog and don't be a menace to yeah, like what you need assault weapons for. Like it's it's a power thing. And it's like like if we think about let's go back to January, because like at least in pre we said that every month there's been something that's just like signified this potentially potentially being another shitty year. Mm-hmm. Right? You think about the the conquest on the capital, right? Like a lot of those people probably in their private lives have these weapons 
There was talks about we had to do a sweep to see if they had, you know, man-made bombs or homemade bombs and stuff like that. Like, we're at a point where a, a lot of people feel empowered because, hey, I'm having a bad day. I want to go on a killing spree. They know they're going to go home. By home, I mean they're going to be able to walk out of these situations because this was. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. This was a white shooter, right? Uh, I think he's Muslim. Muslim. Oh, oh this is that. Yeah, you're yes, right. Um, because this is the the story where they, they, we had the hashtag. Oh, he's Muslim. Where it was like, oh, because he's a Muslim, this is you know we might see mm-hmm. real change. And I'm like, the that. suspect gunman is named Ahmad Aliwi Alisi, Alisa. That's yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So. It's, it's crazy because now it's like people, I saw so many people who were quiet during, you know, other shootings with primarily white shooting suspects. Mm-hmm. They had a lot to say about this shooting because, you know, Muslims are the quote unquote poster child for terrorism in America. Yep. At least that's what the government would have you think. Uh, but mind you, the white people are, have we done can't, the most terrible. We can't use the T word with white people. You know oh, okay. this. Crack is going crack. <laughs> the most, the most people, the, the, the ethnicity that have done the most terrorist shooting on USO has been by. Oh, they have the lack of melanated people. Yes, from the caucus. Oh, the, the caucus of yes. So, ah oh man, this is just it's it's disappointing because you don't know what anyone's going through. Yes, we are living in very very difficult times, like mm. you said. But we're in a point where it's like you can die from somebody talking to you. You could die from somebody shooting you, like yep. legitimately with COVID. With this, it, it's like yo, let's control. What we can control, like NRA. Congress, like I saw President, you know, I'm not calling, I'm, I will never call that man uncle, but <laughs> Mr. Biden, you know, nah, it's, it's money bag Joe. Yeah, because he's a scammer. <laughs> but but I saw him come out, I was like, oh, we have to, you know, get the assault weapons bans and do all his shit. Y'all been talking about this shit since 2011. It ain't going to change. It's not going to change because there's too much money in the, and too much influence and power. And that make too much money from the NRA. Yeah, the NRA is not letting that happen. So just you know, stop politicking and tell the truth. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying to give up the right of firearms, but there's no reason why you should have an assault rifle if you're not on a battlefield. But can we talk about that, though? Because the right to bear arms written in, what, 1776? Like, mm-hmm. my God. They used to travel in horses <laughs> to get to places. <laughs> but I understand why people would like to protect their homes. Cause, and you know, that's fine. You get a handgun. And the, a shotgun. A, a shotgun. Yeah, you're good. That's if close quarter. Hunt, if you hunt, why do I need an AR-15 to go hunting? Yeah. Why do I need a whole weapons cache in my crib? What am I prepared for? A submachine gun. Like, you don't need none of that. Yeah. Like, that's horrifying. Because you, you can, like you said, you can simply be trying to go to the grocery store. You just want to make tacos. It's Taco Tuesday. I just want to go make some, I need some, I need some tortillas. And I cannot come home because somebody wants, took it upon themselves to go on a shooting spree. Yeah, and then some people go on a shooting spree because they have a fetish of Asian women. Uh, the Atlanta shooting, that was what, a week ago? Yeah. Like, it's disgusting the the way that we live in right now. And in the tide on, we almost had a potential lot of shooting in Atlanta. Oh, this yeah. Week. The, there was a shooting. I, I got the story right here. So, in Atlanta, actually, you guys are familiar with Instacart. They have made it, the pandemic a little bit easier because they literally go buy your groceries for you so if you're not familiar you download the app you pick where you want to shop at they uh they assign a shopper to go and buy your stuff and they bring it directly to your doorstep easy peasy right Mm -hmm. so apparently what happened in atlanta was uh, an instacart driver was going to you know do his job pick up some groceries he stopped to use the bathroom where he heard what sounded like an assault rifle being loaded in the bathroom and he notified people when the police came they found a, a gunman 
a potential gunman, I should say, with multiple assault weapons. <laughs> and luckily, he spoke up because you know sometimes people hear things or they see things that might be wrong, but they don't want to, you know, draw attention to themselves. So they 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 play it back. This this driver notified the store manager, notified the police, and they came there and prevented what could have been a catastrophe. That would have been the second mass shooting in Atlanta in less than ten two weeks. Yep. That's in a month And like We'd like to applaud That black man We gotta clap it up For that black man Right there though You just saved So many lives Bruh I'm about to say Cause again People just trying to You know Trying to eat During the pandemic And And one thing I And mean, one thing I just don't understand Is these Some of these terrorist attacks They come off with Little to no injury Cause even the Colorado shooter He only got shot In his leg Oh they shot it to, They took him in Yeah With a shot in the leg It's gonna sound fucked up But must be nice Yeah I can't sell cigarettes or drive my car too fast in the wrong neighborhood. And with a registered gun, you I'm can't say with a family. I, you can't even own a gun in New York. <laughs> oh, he's trying to break into my house. Oh, you yeah. had a gun. You doing time too? But you can't even go to see a house and sleep. But you can kill over ten people in a crowd rush, or you only get a leg shot. This is crazy, and it's just like. Unfortunately, I don't want to do this false and I hope I'm wrong. And I hope, hope, hope I'm wrong, but. We're going to start seeing the effects of this year-long quarantine and what it has to people because we failed to understand that this quarantine and this pandemic has had different effects on different people. And some people was already suffering before this virus hit and people are even suffering more now. And please keep a vigilant eye and be like that black man who called in the police if you even hear something because right now, just that one second thought could potentially save many lives. Because I, uh, unfortunately, I don't feel like this is going to be the last time that we hear about a, a mass shooting like this. That's a fact. So just be aware, like you said, and yo, shout out to my man's that shout that let people know. Speak up if you see something bad happening. Because you, if you might think it's bad, you might have a bad feeling, but you never know how crazy the situation get. But white people, that does not mean you call the police on black people because you are uncomfortable with them be sharing a space with you. There's uh-huh. a difference between my life is in danger and I'm a prejudiced asshole. Oh, you hear that, Karen? I'm about to say. But speaking of ATL, Georgia's been in a hot seat this past month. Can we just call it what it is? It's racist. Yeah. They turned Georgia blue and now the, the Reds are fighting back. Oh. They're using the constitutional <laughs> privilege and power to... Essentially modernized Jim Crow. So you can go wait. So you telling me with this new Georgia voting laws, which you're gonna we're gonna really dig into it, but you can go to jail for having a water bottle instead of having an AR-15. That's what you're telling me. So essentially, what is happening? Since you know, as the former President Trump would like us to believe, the election was stolen from him. And Georgia, the the fact that Georgia was voted Democratic is one of the primary reasons why that happened. The Georgia governor has issued in some new legislation. One being that if you, it's basically voter suppression, right? So one of these rules is saying that if you're on a, a vote a line to vote, and even though it could, some of these lines they say take up to ten hours for you to get in, just because there's so many people trying to vote, it is now illegal to provide beverages and snacks to people that are online. That's one. Two, which is even crazier. Now, if you are to do a mail-in ballot, because, hey, it's corona. People don't feel comfortable going outside. Before, you could just sign your signature, and that was your verification. It's showing that you were, you know, who you were. Now, you have to send in some kind of photo ID or a copy of your ID 
or your ID number so it can be verified that you are a real person. So literally, they are systematically trying to ensure that this is, let's be real, this is targeted towards black people. This is targeted towards minorities in Georgia. They don't want these people. They want to suppress the vote. They want people to feel like, okay, it's going to be too much work for me to go out and vote. I, it doesn't matter. I'll do the next one. Yeah. And then those couple hundred or thousand votes, potentially, you know, those could be the swing to turning Georgia back red or keeping it red in the future. I, it just, it shows you how fucked up the constitution is. Come on now. And it's just like, yo, you're mad that people who are also American are doing their civic duty and voting by any means. And you didn't get the result that you want. I think that's been a big thing in 2021. It's a lot of power structures that when they see things are not going the way they want, whether you, I'm, I'm looking at the presidential election, I'm looking at the GameStop stock market controversy. When things don't go their way and they have power and influence, they are got to change. They are changing the rule book to ensure that they, you know, get their desired results. I just read from GameStop, Michael Jordan lost like 500 million. Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Air Jordan, yes. 500 million? Why? We'll talk about that later, but. Oh, I'm just using that as a point where it's like, yo, those in power are scared of the way things are going. And oh, I, yeah, because they drunk with power. They've been having power for years now. If you've been accustomed to having certain says and everything, do you really want to give the other side who haven't had, say, power? No. You've been too infatuated with it. So it, it's going to have to be stripped from them. It can't be, it, it won't be handed from them. Man. <clears throat> Shout out Stacey Abrams. You got these people in Georgia all the way messed up. They they out here trying to change the rules because black people want to vote now. Yeah, because she did a wonderful job from getting every Georgia. After, after she lost the governor race. It was stolen. Yeah, it was stolen. Um, she did a great job by not even being a sore loser or doing anything like that. She automatically the next day started rallying people and getting people registered to vote and which played a big part in Trump not being elected and also having them have control over the House and Senate. So Joe can finally pass these stimulus check that everybody's loving and everything like that. And we could potentially pass some more stuff that could be beneficial to people. That's a hundred percent facts. I'm seeing that President Biden said that the you know the government the presidency they're going to look into these reforms. I'm like, this is a chance for the executive office to say, hey, that's racist. Yep. And I know that in the Democratic Party, especially, there's two sides. You got moderate Democrats and liberal Democrats. And Joe Biden, I said Joe Biden. Joe Biden typically leans towards the uh, moderate section, but Yo, without those black voters, you don't win. Yep. Without, just without black people, you not winning. And also, I just want to give a special shout out to this black woman right here, to Representative Park Cannon, for who got arrested following by knocking on the door of um, the governor, Brian Kemp, just discussed it. To discuss the the bill, she just wanted to see if he's yep. really going to sign it, right? Yep, and he was hiding behind those doors. Stop hiding, camp, and she got arrested. And but you know, once again, shout out to black women. Yes, yeah, Stacey Abram. Yeah, yeah. I just continue to fight the fight, and you know, I know that it doesn't show that y'all yeah, appreciate it, but we definitely appreciate you, and we stand by you, and we should 
relish in what you guys are doing. So shout out to her and continue fighting a good fight. That's a fact. And I, yeah, like, let's just be honest, yo. America, you got to do better, man. And I think it starts with you have to look at those southern states that still push those Jim Crow narratives or those ideologies of black people being lesser than. Because when you start to correct that legislatively, then we can start seeing some more progress. Because I think that's the the law is written in a way where we are at the bottom of the totem pole. Yep. Think about all the black people that have been killed by police and the police don't go to trial. There's so much red tape around these laws that make it impossible impossible for minorities and especially black people to move forward so like you said shout out to the, the black woman leading the movement because you know what there is no one without the black woman and yeah alright so so you know what let's get into some more lighting news let's talk about those sports you down for it yeah, let's do it I just want to say I'm, I'm torn bro about what I'm a Brooklyn Knight <laughs> You're a Brooklyn Knight or you're a Brooklyn Net? No, Brooklyn Knight. Oh. That's what that's what that's what Brooklyn people call themselves. And also, I'm a big LeBron James fan, and I'm stuck because Bron- the Bron- Nets, the Nets is is pulling me both ways, and I just don't know where to stand. Can we just call it what it is? It's cheating. <laughs> He's 36. <laughs> He's 36. Shout out to Mark Phillips too. If y'all not familiar, he made the video that had LeBron make LeBron's yes. reaction. He just got to deal with RDC World. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, he just got to deal with Issa Rae. Oh yes, yes. And he's getting a scripted show on HBO Max. And shout out to Issa Rae for getting that. She just show. got yeah. She just got eight figures. Yeah. But nah, Brooklyn, y'all living, living under a rock. They just picked up Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge. Like what? Like come on now, like. How? Let's let's, let's where t- are you getting this money from? Y'all well, scamming? Well let's, well, let's talk about it. Well, they might be scamming, but <laughs> these guys got bought out. So in a in a basketball, when you get bought out, your a team can either a you is you get put on what's called the waiver, right? And teams can either a pick up your contract for the rest of the year, or b let you become a free agent and hope you sign with them, right? So Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin were making a lot of money. So much money, in fact, that I believe right now there's only probably like two or three teams that have like cap enough money or cap space, as they call it, to bring them in. Nobody was picking up Andre Drummond's 28 million or Blake Griffin's 39 million. Oh, or, yeah, Andre Drummond just signed with the with he Lakers. They just signed with Lakers, signed, but his, they did the same thing. Took a boy, he took a buyout. Okay. So Brooklyn didn't do anything wrong per se, but it's always competitive balance. And we, we know in all sports, there are ring chases. Guys, it's like, you know, I got my money, I got my accolades. I'm trying to get a ring. But hold on. Before you continue, homeboy couldn't even jump when he was a piston. And as soon as he comes in the game for the Nets, he's catching oops. Yeah, he definitely did throw it down. Yo, Commissioner Silver, look into this. <laughs> I mean, if you're being honest, if we think about sports, think about the climate of the world right now. I was having this conversation the other day. It's like, we live in a very, like, I don't know, what's the word I want to call it? Like, the workers essentially run the policies in a lot of places. Mm. Think about, I'll use teaching as an example, with the union. A lot of stuff is like, yo, schools might want to do one thing, but then the union's like, the, the union te- and reps and the teachers is like, yeah, no, nah, we're not doing that. And a lot of times, the schools bend. Professional sports is very, very similar. These guys are getting paid buku money, hundreds of millions of dollars in for three, four, five-year contracts. But a lot of them say, hey, yo, we're not winning. Don't you want to go draft the kid that's coming out that's going to be up next and get off my money? I don't want to be here. Sign up your books. Yo, let me go be free. 
something that you probably wouldn't have seen 20, 30 years ago when oh, it was very not. much, you know, the top controlled everything. And if you yeah, went against and, it, you was out. And also there was like a, a, a sense of loyalty, like you had to be loyal to the team that you was drafted on or, or a team that you was on type of thing. Because, you know, like people really respected Kobe and Dirk Nowinski and people like that who's been with the organization for like 20 years and everything like that. Now, since LeBron made his decision back in 2010, yo, NBA is just like, F that. We going to follow. And I'm not mad at that. The player empowerment is dope. I love the player empowerment, but sometimes it's misplaced. This is misplaced right now. Like, he's 36. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Not even that, bro. It's just it's like over 40 All-Stars appearance just alone in that roster. But, yo, the craziest part is, is like, we are at a place where it's like, yo, I don't want to be there. Okay, we'll start. We'll, we'll get rid of you. Why? Like, player empowerment versus contract. Like, even with AD, I'm glad AD and LeBron got to get together. They didn't have to trade him. New Orleans did not have to trade him. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think we're at a point, sports-wise, where it's like, yo, everybody's like, oh, they're going to do what I say anyway. It's like, no. Like, Aaron Gordon. Just the from Orlando just got traded to um, Denver. He's like, go trade me to a player. First off, I don't appreciate that though because he was he was not no, going nowhere. In I don't Magics. appreciate it. He was not going nowhere. I don't in appreciate the Magics. that. I'm gonna tell you why. Certain players can do it. Sir, if you're nice enough, and it's like, yo, I gave you all I could give you. We we done try. You put roster pieces around me. It didn't work. Yo, I'm leaving anyway. Give you a heads up. Out this summer, I'm going here. Take it how you will. You could trade me. Get something. That's cool. But when we get to the the the, the role players feeling like they can. <laughs> wait, but he's not a role player he's on that a team. Fucking role player, not on that team. He's a fucking role player. He's gonna be a role player on the Nuggets, he but not on that team. You mean it? So let me. He was one of the faces of the Magic. How, let's, I'm gonna give you a player, Kevin Love, Minnesota, bad team, putting up historical numbers. Went to a good situation, so he was a good player. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon didn't do nothing. At least LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake, I can say, yo, they took their teams to the playoffs. They was a one-two option. But the Magic did well. They you know, go to the first round every year and get clipped. But he his numbers have approved over the years. Um, you're, not slam going, dunk. you're not going to tell me when you got two to three years on your contract that I have, I, I have to trade you to a playoff team when you only average 12 points. When your career high is 17, that was three years ago. Were you plateaued? Granted, we might be playing you in the wrong position. Yeah, I think that too. But you're still getting 18 shots a game. You're still getting touches. Where's it at? You got a center that doesn't close the paint. What's happening? I'd have told that boy, sit down, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> go 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 work on Dwayne Wade disc records. Keep going. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That that stuff like that is where it gets outlandish to me. Because all right, we already in an era where guys don't play. But then, don't you think that creates a sense of privilege? And that doesn't really have a, a, a plan. Play empowerment than if only the top stars like James Harden, LeBron can James, was, James was a hoe too because James Harden had three years on his deal, two two three years on his deal. Houston yeah. didn't have to trade him, and then they traded him and they messed up because they didn't get nothing back. And they they only got all the depot for like twenty or forty games. It could have had Ben Simmons. Yep, that's the thing that gets you upset when it's like yo. You're operating from position to position. I know the owner lost a lot of money in in the pandemic. He just bought the team like two years ago, but. Yo, you could have did better than this. You feel me? Like, Harden is a top seven player, regardless. Mm-hmm. You put him on a team, he's a off, he's baby LeBron when you think about how you could put him on any team and he's going to get him to the playoffs. They got him in talks for MVP, which I he's don't my, not He's my think. MVP right now. He, I, 
He's my MVP. Given what the organization have done and given what's on that team, I, I, don't, I don't care what he does. Now, let me ask no. you a question. How many games, since he's been, how many games he played with KD? KD, how many games he played with KD? KD has been injured for like what was the injury on him again? Because he's been out for like mad long. He's been out. He, him and Harden only played like four games together. How long? How many games he played with, with Kyrie? Oh, good number, double digits. Ten. Yeah. When he before he got there. Now if, they, if Harden's not there, KD and Kyrie miss all these games. They have, I'm not putting him as MVP. He, I'm sorry. All right, I'm only saying because look, Braun is hurt. Braun is hurt. In, in two weeks, he can come back and they still steal four, it. They said four to six. Braun is probably not coming back to the last week of the season before the playoffs start. Last two weeks. When did when do the voting end? It doesn't and, matter. He's gonna miss too many games. Embiid, yeah. he's gonna miss too many games. The Nuggets, not high enough in the standings. Who else? If it's not Braun, Embiid, Jokic, who do you give it to? <sighs> no, I don't want that to happen. If the Chris Paul? Because the Nuggets, give it. To, I'll take Chris Paul. I'll take Chris Paul because Harden, no. Because you not only finessed your way out of Houston to a way better deal, because you're supposed to be, but that's you're supposed one, to be going to that rebuilding stage in, but, in Rockets. But that is the NBA. That's why I say certain players have the privilege, but it has to be the right circle. It's not just, oh, I don't want to be anymore. Get rid of me. That's trash. Well, all the hate LeBron get and KD get, they wouldn't say it was free. They played out their contracts. Yeah. Because like, LeBron, they give LeBron crap for going to Miami, but... He was a free agent. He was. He could have done whatever. And when he left Miami, he was a free agent. But then you also get situations like... When he left Cleveland again, he was a free agent. Even Durant, free agent. We might not like where he went, but he had a right to choose. Yeah. And then you think about guys like Melo. Like, Melo demanded a trade. He's about to be a free agent. He could have just said, yo, he wanted he wanted his money and he wanted to be what he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Like, and what happened? They, get, they went to the Eastern Conference Semis once and we forgot... Trounced every year after that, and it tarnished his his legacy. Let's be real. We love Melo in New York now, but those last two years he was here, we was like, nah, get that man out of here. Oh no, we wasn't. Yes, we, was, we, was, we was looking no. at Phil Jackson like, what the fuck no. are you talking about about taking Melo out? But Melo wasn't producing. He was giving you the twenty, what? but he wasn't. Once he got blocked by Roy Hibbert, that man lost his power. Oh damn, <laughs> he was. A, he was. What a, happened to Roy? I haven't heard about. He retired. Those. He retired early this year. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, boy, barely had ten years in the game. He got a max contract when he was in it. That's the thing. That's that's the thing too. Like you saw what Brad Bill did with his AAU team. Mm. He had a. It was an AAU. And I guess they lost, and he gave him a speech. He's like, "Yo, y'all, y'all over here thinking everything is sweet, but you want to go to NBA? It's 400 people. That means you gotta go up against me. You're not better than me right now. So all this entitlement." That's where you got to stop. That's why I'm saying like a lot of players demanding trades, demanding. Like, I get it. You might not like your situation, but we're also we're coming in an era, especially in life, where we get participation trophies. Mm. We're in an era in life where it's like, oh no, it's okay not to be the best. It's okay not to win. Oh, participation it's okay. awards. It's okay if you want to you want to go be over there on on Johnny's team. Go be on Johnny's team. It's okay. We'll we'll figure it out later. <laughs> but and that's that's all fine and well when you're four and five. But when you're a grown ass man and you commit to something. And this is going to come up again later. Again, we're talking about commitment. When you commit to something, you have to see it through. Jeez. Unless you come to an agreement. It's not mm-hmm. a, and you're not giving me terms to it. Like, like Aaron Gordon, like, bro, what have you done? What have you done? What You almost won the slam dunk contest. Yeah, almost. You should have won. You should have won two slam dunk contests. I'll give you that. What does that mean? There's, who won this year? Afrini Simmons, right? Which was, or Hardaway, what it was trash. Right? I'm just saying. We're in a position where, like, Brooklyn, they are loaded. They still don't got nobody to play no defense. Yo, I'm telling you right now, 
and I'm putting this on wax. If LeBron wins, He's a goat. okay, He's a goat. I just want to put that out He's there. And I don't want to hear nothing about LeBron, KD, anybody. And also, I'm treating the Nets like the Clippers. If y'all fuck up in the playoffs. I'm ragging on y'all harder than I did the Clippers last year. I'm yeah. ragging on y'all. At least the Clippers, you could say they had a weakness. They didn't have a point guard. Yes. And it showed, because in crunch time, Paul George and Kawhi did not know how to slow down the offense. They they wanted to go to their spots, but they couldn't get everybody else right. And also, I'm putting him to go, too, if he just, if he beats the Clippers. Because now they got Roger out, Rondo. If they, beat, if they beat the Clippers, automatically, I don't want to hear nothing about the Clippers ever again. And, if he, and if he beats the Nets... Jordan who? That's it. If the season ended today, I got the Clippers in the finals. If it ended today. Oh, of course. Because LeBron and AD is injured. But Lakers did definitely get Andre Drummond. Yes. And I think this is a thing, too. We're seeing this shift in basketball. It's like my point about like the participation error. Like we're in a point now where it's like teams are starting to say, okay, this guy puts up great numbers, but he doesn't help us win. So we'll, we'll gladly buy out of Andre Drummond who puts up great numbers but has never led to winning. But now you send him to the Lakers, and it's like, damn, the one thing they didn't have was a big man who could mm-hmm. go above the rim, catch lobs. But not even that. He's even better than Dwight and JaVale and all the big men they had last year besides yeah. them because he's going to rebound. And if you give him 20 minutes, he's getting 12 rebounds regardless. Off the rip. He's getting 10 points. He's getting a block and a steal. You feel me? AD don't have to do, he don't have to do nothing physical till the fourth quarter. And that's the thing. But guys like Aaron Gordon, I'm not a, I'm not an Aaron Gordon. I'm not a, I'm nah, sorry. Aaron Gordon. He need a diss track. <laughs> Yo, I'm not Aaron I'm Gordon. Saying, Start writing right now. My boy Ben Gordon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel a way. Like, are we in an error, guys? Oh, my, my big toe hurts. I'm not gonna play games. Like that's that's trash. I get mm-hmm. it. But I understand. Like these are you're paying you're not paying guys a million dollars anymore, five hundred thousand dollars you're paying them thirty million. But when role players start demanding trades, yo, bro, what have you done <laughs> to get this? And I'm like, yo, granted, they they got um who they got? They got um RJ Hampton, good pick. They they traded him for some value. But yo, bro, if I want to send your ass to Detroit, <laughs> I'm sending you to Detroit. <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry. It, it uh, and a lot of teams are doing the buyouts. Like Austin Rivers is about to buy out. Uh, you know. Plenty of people who got traded are buying out I, from these places. And teams when and I think we we kind of get lost in the sauce about that sports ownership. Like, yeah, sports ownership is a terrible name. But for lack of better words, they are the your bosses. You chose a line of work where your 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 biggest attribute is your skill. You're getting paid based off of your skill and your ability to put butts in seats, right? Mm-hmm. But we also like, yo, it's not like LeBron goes into the Lakers office though. No, like even though we always say LeBron the best GM ever, like he don't go sit with Rob Plink and Jeannie Butler. Like, All right, we gonna do this, 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 that. We gonna hire this, that. And it. It's not how it works. Now, how what, people- what what do you say to people like Lou Williams who got traded to the Hawks and he was talking about how he gave this organization everything he could and he was not and- disappointed on that. And like when these owners make these decisions and sometimes there's been history when they have lied to the people say like yeah no we're not gonna trade you and then whoop you get traded and it just come out of the blue it is we always remember that harrison Barnes situation it is a is a fatality of the nature of the business Mm -hmm. and the thing my thing is 
And I always said this if I, when I was younger, like if I was if I was blessed enough to be able talent to go to NBA, I'm never signing a five year deal. LeBron set the LeBron did it right. I'm gonna sign a one a one year deal with an option or a two year deal with an option. So look, now it's pressure on the front office. Like, yo, I'm here for this short period of time. You do right by me. Meaning you put me in a situation to be my best. And if it doesn't work, all right, I'm out. Look, Braun took Cleveland to four straight finals. And it's like, yo, we here. We could run it back. I know y'all got the Jimmy Butler trade or the Paul George trade lined up, but y'all just traded Kyrie. I'm not feeling it. I like I love Cleveland, but my family likes being in LA. You can do I those. Also fuck Dan Gilbert, but go ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying these dudes signed four and five year deals. Granted, a lot of them come from nothing. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But you signed them for four or five years by year three, you don't want to be there. You go take you take the big contract. You want to lock in that money. If you take the three year deal or the two year plus one, but you telling me you will turn down a hundred mil plus? I'm not turning it down because I'm not getting hundred mil up front. Mm. And okay. think about it. I can see like the Paul George or the Russell Westbrook. Like Paul you, George is from L.A., bro. bro. But no, but he got that max deal and um and OKC before he got traded, right? Yeah. But then they but then they came to an understanding. It's like yo. Y'all trading Russ It's not really why I want my con- And it's like yo oh, They traded Russ after he got traded I traded Russ Excuse me But it's like yo Y'all could You could win this trade You feel me Y'all go man to man It's oh. like Oh yeah Cause we don't want to speak about OKC okay, so got like They got they Picks have, for I did the math really They literally have two They have three first round And three second round picks On average for the next seven years If they don't win a championship In the next seven years nah, Fire I, everybody Nah it's like the next ten Cause you gotta develop talent And that's the thing Okay in the next ten years Fire everybody but Don't do that Cause remember Who did they have on their team They had prime They had prime Westbrook pr- Like a year before Prime Harden mm-hmm. Prime KD Prime Ibaka still Kendrick Perkins We cut his ass But that man was Probably yeah, the best was, Low yeah. post defender You still had Jeff Green at a, oh, They traded Jeff Green But they still had pieces it, uh, what, what was that Defender um, He started with S um, so, um, Jeez He was like the defender Off the, off the bench Oh, and Andre Roberson? Yeah. They had Roberson. They had pieces. And they had Nick Collinson. They had Nick Collinson. But it all depends on who you play, who you match up with. And they they had every year. Remember, think about it. Any year OKC was, they always lost to the person that won a championship. Any year they lost. Every year they lost, they lost to the team that won a championship. So oh, it was right there. They never lost to a scrub team. But it's ironic because we live in this era now where, you know, we want employers to do right by the employee but when you're making buku bread, you, sometimes you got to be like, yo, the money good. I'd love to make $20 million for the next five years. But is my happiness worth it? Mm. Like, if I'm a rookie and I get no offense, if I get, I'm Carl Towns, I'm from the East Coast, and I get stuck in Minnesota, yo, y'all send me a five-year max contract. Yo, it's lit. Yo, what's up? And then year two in the deal, I'm like, I'm making money, but I'm in bum ass Minnesota. <laughs> you feel me? And I, I guarantee you, he won't say it. But I bet you, Cat won a trade. Cat, oh, Cat, happy there. Come on, now. playoffs one year, you. and the one year he went to the playoffs, he wasn't the feature player. He was a number two option, a number yep. three option. He know you want to go to Cali for for Jordan. He won't come. To, he need to come to the Knicks. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, that's where my thinking is, like. Stars, you making generating money like LeBron was worth so much more than what the organization pays. Him. Oh yeah, you feel me? I'm sorry we ranting, but this shit is I, this shit has bothered me for a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> and freaking like guys like that, where it's like, yo, you put butts in seats, you put us in a position where it's like we can get guys, and we're gonna be good after you. That's great. 
Like, yo, even if you handled it the wrong way, AD handled it the wrong way, but it worked out for both parties. Yeah. They just hired the wrong coach because Stan Gundy cannot coach that fucking team. Sorry, Stan. Like, shout out to Zion because Zion's beast. It doesn't man. matter if he's not going to the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. It don't matter. And that's the thing. Does Zion, he's, he got what? He came into the league with like $180 million already from Jordan and all these other deals. But, yo, you mean to tell me I'm I, nobody can guard me in the paint, but say if they don't make the playoffs in the next two years, I didn't make the playoffs any of my four years. Why do I want to stay here? Why sign this deal? And there's a there's an option players can do. After your rookie contract, you can take what's called a qualifying offer, which means you agree to play out the last year of your deal for a little bit more money than what which, what the fourth year was, right? Mm-hmm. Once you do that, you're a free agent, meaning in the offseason, I can go wherever I want. And you guys can't trade me during the season. Like, I have, I have veto rights. A lot of guys don't do that. And sometimes it backfires. You think about uh, Nerlens Noel on the Knicks. He did that. Dallas opened him a deal. He's like, nah, I'm betting on myself. He turned down a four-year or five-year, $80 million deal, bet on himself, realized he couldn't catch, he can't catch a cold, let alone a ball. <laughs> and then he ended up being, he's getting minimum contracts. But sometimes he had the he had the balls to say, yo, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get a max contract. Or I'm going to see if I can, you know, a lot of guys just take the bread and then be stuck in fucked up situations. So money ain't yeah. everything. Bet on yourself. That's a fact. But Aaron Gordon don't ever demand another oh, trade. Like that diss track is lower than. <laughs> but speaking speaking on a lot of speaking on the Nets, but we got to speak about Bobby Schmurter. Schmurter gang. Yes, his parole condition has just been revealed, and it is it just made me. That's bullshit though. Like, why the fuck are we? Like, we live in a society. I'm sorry, I'm on my Joker <laughs> shit. Why the fuck are y'all telling this man's? Why do like yo let him live? Yeah, so, all it take is one bum ass snitching, snitching ass person to be like, "Yo, I seen Bobby hanging out with the leader of the Crips," and then it's over. Yep, because right now he has to seek. Um, he's gonna be under parole until February twenty third, two thousand and twenty six, and which he will be having an eight p.m. curfew. He will have to submit to substance abuse testing. He will have to seek and obtain maintain employment, which is not hard by him because he's um. That, but he can't be hanging out with Crips or any gang members. He can't be in no clubs. He can't drink or anything like that. He has to get permission to do anything, like any events, like he had to run to buy his PO, right? Yep. Parole is such bullshit. It, it's, it's, it's basically making the person make a mistake again to go back to jail, basically. But then it's like you don't hear about like when you think about like federal crimes or like white collar crimes like those people, you would never hear about their the terms of their parole. Mm. You would never even hear about them being on parole. They'd be flexing like yeah, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm on my yacht, but my you know my ankle bracelets like I have to stay on this side because you know it's still in the right time zone. But yeah, and it's it's sad because yo, Bobby was involved in some wild shit. He got caught up in some wild shit. Can't even deny that. As a fan, I'm I'm not blind. Mm-hmm. But this man is focused on reintegrating himself into a life where you're basically telling him everything he knew before was wrong. Not only that, he's in an industry where a lot of the things that you are taking away from him, that's how he makes his money. Appearances, clubs, <laughs> touring. He ain't drop a record yet. And it's just like, yo... You're really hindering this man's ability to to come up, come back up. Like he's right now, we we love Bobby O for what he was and the hype of him being back. But eventually, somebody people gonna want to see him out. They gonna want to see show. They gonna want to see him produce. And it's like, yo, 
You mean I can't go to a Bobby Schroeder concert because he got to be in the crib by eight? Hey, what concert you know? Oh, what Concerts don't even start at I'm eight. about to say, the opening <laughs> act don't come out till about 8.45. Yeah. And it's disturbing because you think about, think about all the people who aren't celebrities who don't have the means to, at least Bobby, he has, he can pay people to be like, yo, make sure I'm here, make sure I'm doing this, make sure that none of these people are around me. Like, yo, you only see me with Rowdy because being him in the same situation, but like anybody, the OG is nine guys, like, we, we cool, but I can't be with you right now. Yeah. And then, like, again, we live in a world now where it's like, yo, Niggas gonna take pictures of Bobby. Oh, here's Bobby Schmurder in the club. It's nine o'clock. I'm so excited. Not even thinking like, Snitching. yo. But it's like this unconsciously doing yeah. it. That's the crazy part. Like, if you see Bobby right now, you know, oh, it's good, bro. Ah, ah. But it's like, yo, damn. Definitely gonna ask for a flick and all that good stuff. Yeah, but it's it's nine forty five right currently. Like, yo, it's like <laughs> what the fuck? Because even because even when they got the video of him rejecting the girl's offer of a drink in the club. And like somebody was recording him doing that, I'm just like, yo, fall back. Like, how's that even going to happen? Like, we live in a clout, like, yo, clout chasing. And it's like, it's not, it's unintentional. Like, you have the world at your fingertips. You can capture any moment you want. So, it's like, yo, I see somebody, one of my favorite rappers or my favorite athletes. Oh, I'm, it's like the idea that they're human goes out out of your mind immediately. Yeah, and you know, but I, 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 that's one thing I would not like to be as a as a, a celebrity. Be famous It's like People I, I see people Don't really have No sense of Common Bound, sense And boundaries or, And boundaries You can be in A whole conversation Yeah I'm sorry To bother you Can we Like what Yo I seen it happen Get my face I was in um Like two years Two three years ago I was um at brunch In Soho And I was literally Like two tables over From Tyler the Creator And I'm a big Tyler the Creator fan Our future Shout out mm-hmm. But it's like Yo I'm thinking like Oh he's eating I'm not gonna walk up there And take a picture And this, this kid's was Oh my god Can I take a picture We gotta He's like bro I'm eating now right now And then like As he's eating The guy's kind of like Watch him and goes back I'm Like yo bro I'm eating Like yo Like relax he's Yeah, and, it, and then you know What I hate too Is when they sit here Take out their phones And record them secretly Make them feel like zoos in the animal, like I mean, like animals in the zoo. Like, come on now. And I get it. Sometimes it's, it's dope to see people you admire, but like in the case of Bobby, like this is like yo, people playing with his life, like literally. If they see like you taking certain pictures, and then again going back to the idea of think about the person that's not in a celebrity or a famous or a, a financially stable space. Mm-hmm. You come back to the hood, oh, you can't. You got to check in Or you can't be affiliated With these people Meanwhile these people Are like your family That's who you grew up with You don't have the means To move Yep And then what you gonna call it You have to seek And maintain um, Employment And it's like nobody Regardless of what people say A lot of these places Are not Even McDonald's Is barely hiring people With a, mm-hmm. a, a prison record And it's just like Yo what do you do You get caught back up In the same cycle So it's crazy And then if you do Do the time again You get a new term For your parole So it just don't stop Think about Meek He got caught up With them bikes But yo He was on parole It was a violation Of his probation He went back to jail Like that shit was crazy So I don't know man But Uh, That just I just hope for the best For you Bobby You got five more years Which is bullshit Like yo He served his time man What, What Like to be like, yo, you, the, parole, the parole board needs, the whole parole system needs an overhaul. All right, to the next topic, though. This one really hurt my heart daily, though. This is one of my favorite podcasts, and yours too, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a fan of these boys right here. Yeah, so if you haven't, if you have been living on the rock or have been on Twitter when Joe Button was twi- was um trending, Rory and Maul of the Joe Button podcast has been on strike, allegedly. 
I want I want to play this clip before we give our opinions on what's been going on. I look Rory in the eye and I said, yo, yo, I have no idea what's going on with you in your house, your relationship status. I don't know anything that's going on in your life. Mm. And he said, well, why do you have to? You got to have some type of profile on your people so you know what's going on with them. That can't get lost in the fact that we come here and show up and talk twice a week. Yeah. It can't. I'm sorry. At some point, we got to get to the friendship. But when I see that happening, I intervene. I can't allow it. I got to get on top of that. So when six weeks in a row happened of Rory challenging me to a fight and his hands and me not being so comfortable in that because I don't necessarily play like that and I'm listening back and on the playback I hear him say, yeah, but what if we not friends? Whoa, I got to take a look at that. Man, I hear Rory and say, yo, dog, do me a favor. Take a couple pods off. Mm. Chill out. Sit on the side. Get yourself together. Gather your thoughts. Confer with, confer with your people. Just chill. I'm hearing rumblings. People might be tired, burnt out, don't get the vision, don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever it is, sit down for a little bit. Get yourself together. Because now when I see Maul, a man of principle, Maul's question is an honorable one. Yo, dog, what makes you think that you can tell Rory to not come in the fucking pod for a little bit? Why are you the person that can tell Rory to sit home. That's the talk me and Maul had. And I gotta be honest, it didn't go to grace. <laughs> it did not. It did not. It did. Allow grace, allow space for our brothers who are not here, mm. who will be here. Joe says maybe in a matter of a month. I think it'll take about a month for things to get right where they need to be. I think that when my brothers return, this thing will be better than it's ever been. Then I'm back to talking my shit, back to saying you podcasters have a problem. I'm back to all of that. But for right now, it's about preserving friendships, not preserving business. Mm. Mm, that's a that's good a bar. bar. That's, that's a, a bar. bar. That's a fact, though. I have so many I don't even know where to start on my point of view on this because you know I, I, I am a regular listener of the Joe Budden podcast really like it and the tension between him and and Rory has been on a rise the last couple of episodes especially on the start of the new year and they have been talking about fighting you know they jokingly pushed the table forward type of thing and it's been it's been a rumbling of that so how do you feel about all what's going on with them? Um, for them personally, I think that the break is well structured. I think that when you work closely with people, how do I put it? There's boundaries, right? You need boundaries in everything. That's something I think I've learned. Shout out therapy and over sitting from my therapist. Like establishing boundaries is key, right? Mm -hmm. So you got your people who I don't know if him, Rory, and Mo were everyday friends, or they was just like, yo, whenever we link up, it's a great time, friends. And it's like, yo. I got this opportunity. Let's do it. Like, I don't know how this situation is, mm -hmm. but regardless of such, when you introduce money, when you introduce business and passion into a friendship or any kind of relationship, shit changes because not only is our friendship important, but I'm trying to get to this bag. Yep. And if in getting to this bag, especially in the social media age, what, however we're working Whatever our chemistry is There's going to be people That have something to say 
You feel me? And what would have what might have been okay when we first started might not be okay anymore. That's true. You grow. A lot of times they've been at it for five years. Yeah. And it's like you think about even your closest homeboys who you've been friends with for, for, for years. It's like there's gonna be a point in time where you're gonna be like, all right, yo, what we got is good. But I don't wanna do the same things we've been doing for the last some odd years. You mm-hmm. feel me? Or I feel as though the way that we've handled this when we were, you know, 18, 19, 21 is different when how these guys are between the ages of 30 and 40. You feel me? Like you grow as a person, you change. And then again, there's the business element of it. Like we're together doing something that's putting food on our tables, making us money. But then it's like you add money to the elements. Like, yo, the friendship could really, really get misconstrued. Because now, what if I'm not feeling you that day, but we have to go do press? Yeah. We got to go record. We're on a schedule. Think about the Spotify deal that they had. Like, yo, they were on a schedule. They had to put out content on these days. And barely could take vacations. Right? And then going a step further, right? What's the name of the podcast? The Joe Biden Podcast. It's built off the, I don't want to say the backup, but it's built off of the personality and the connections of Joe Budden. And from what we've seen with Joe Budden, he could be enigmatic, right? Yes. He can be very... Tough to deal with. Ask his his ladies or ask, <laughs> you know, just people he's worked with. And not saying he's not a genius, not saying that he doesn't have a vision, not saying that he is a bad person. But dealing with that on a day-to-day basis when we don't again, we don't know what kind of friends they were. Yeah, I mean, if given the history I know about them, um, so Maul and Joe been friends longer than Joe and Rory. Because Rory's like our age, right? Yeah. He's like, he just turned like 31 or so or whatnot. Oh, but he, he your age. No, no, I'm younger than that. Don't do that to me. You see? Crossing the boundaries. We just talked about this. <laughs> um, what you more call it? Um, so him and Maul been friends for a long time. They even lived together. And then him and Rory started off this podcast together. Obviously, they have been friends for too long, but they've been friends for, for close to a decade. And then Parks been Joe's engineer for God knows how long. Yeah, so it was like so they they've been friends way before they started this podcast. And I think for more I I am I'm a, I'm a piggyback on the Rory situation, but I want to talk about the more cuz I felt like what you was what you was just talking about hit more the most cuz it's named at the Joe Budden podcast. So when he said when Joe told Rory this to take it off without even talking to him about it or coming to a team decision, I think more kind of felt like you really thought you was the leader of this that you just have like above say so of everybody and just tell somebody just to take break like that. So it's like we're even though the 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 podcast is named the Joe Button Podcast, they have always promoted it as a team effort and everybody has ownership of it. So for Joe to make a, an executive decision like that without even getting counsel from the other two, I could see why Maul felt some type of way in questioning his leadership. 100% I see that I mean I, I guess I'm just A narcissist In my thinking mm-hmm. And I guess That's probably One of my like, Shout out Dr. We worked on this But Even though we like They came in to, At it together But there Is no Joe Budden Podcast Without Joe Like is it even like, But you can say The same without them Because they elevate each other they do elevate each other It's easier to replace Rory or Maul Than it is to replace Joe Budden Oh, given the last two episodes, no. <laughs> People are upset because of that dynamic is not there. And whenever and the, the biggest thing is change. 
people don't like change. You could change. If somebody said tomorrow, oh, we are no longer making smooth peanut butter, it's only chunky. There's a segment of the people in this world that will riot because it's like, yo, why the hell are you changing this? Why are you saying that we can't have this? You I feel? wouldn't be me. I love chunky peanut butter, by the way. Google. I'm so, just yeah. saying, this is an example you did. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> if any, when things change, people don't like it. I guarantee you that if Joe Budden had brought in two other friends who had he had a good chemistry with and for the next four to six months put out podcasts, a lot of people wouldn't be as upset as they are now. It's a talking point. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I won't, I won't Not really saying disagree that you're with go, you. You're going to miss Rory and Moore. They have a great dynamic. But you mean to tell me if I take Joe out of that situation and it's just Rory and Moore on a podcast. And Parks? I think they can still go on. It's still going, but will it be as successful? Will it be as powerful? Will it have as many viewers? Because then it's going to be the same people saying, I miss Joe. And what's Joe going to do? Joe's going to hit Complex or Joe's going to hit some, he's going to be on Triller with his own show of Revolt. Oh yeah, because I mean, when you put it that way, of course, because Joe got more, uh, and that's the asset, thing. I mean, have more access to more platforms and more stuff. So obviously, whatever he does next, if he does not do the Joe Budden podcast, it's going to blow up. But I, just me watching the show and listening to it, I don't think I can agree. You're not wrong in your stance. I just don't think me and maybe I'm biased because I really like the show. I can't see because Ice and um, it, um, Ice. I, I didn't and listen to the episode, but I heard it's like a little. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Ice, Ice actually, Ice is a good addition to the show. I feel like they should at least give him his own podcast or at least have him come on, like be like a uh, bi-weekly. Yeah, because yeah. he 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 gives it up. He gives it up. So what you gonna call it? But given how the show and how Joe got to. How the Joe, how the show got um how popular how he became popular was dumb combating Joe and his wild takes and and making Joe go off on his tangent. It was because of their actions. So I can't see Joe having that same type of thing because we can see from the state of culture when he's with different with different people, he don't really act sporadic how he does in his and, and, in, and, in his podcast. It's a product of him probably not being comfortable with because it's not yeah. something he does on a regular. Yeah, but I'm just saying like. For, for, for like I, I like Rory I do I like Mo Mo's fun Hilarious as shit mm-hmm. But it just becomes A matter of We would love to have it This way But you think about Great TV Think about The Fresh Prince When they changed On Viv A lot of people was mad They felt like On Viv lost her flavor But did that impact The way we felt about the show Over time uh, of course, you, but That's always been A stain on the show We talk about Yeah but People still love The Fresh Prince Even the later episodes Oh yeah but I mean that character wasn't like now if they had now if they did that with Uncle Phil. If they changed Uncle Phil do or you, Carlton. Do you feel that Rory Okay, well Carlton, okay, I get that but then that's that's probably another layer to it though. Do you wanna be Carlton was great Alfonso Ribeiro was was fine being Carlton. hmm Uncle Phil was fine being Uncle Phil. Do you think Rory and Maul just or Rory, I guess this is what do you think Rory just wants to be Rory from the Joe Budden podcast? Uh, um, like you said before, when he was in the um, see the thing is podcast. Shout out to them. He said he's he was never passionate about podcasts. He's just been he's passionate. He 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 loves doing a podcast, but he's never been passionate. So I don't think he ever seen himself that way. And also, he's a 
I don't think he sees himself that way because he does so much stuff out of it with the um, Deuce Palooza, Deuce Palooza, and then he also the manager for Emotional Orange, and he also working on like his compilation album with a yes, bunch of various he artists. Got other shit going on to the point where it's like, I don't need to be your Carlton. You feel me? Hmm. And I think that you think about TV, you think about music, you think about some of the greatest tandems. A lot of times. What breaks up is not a lack of love or passion for the project or your friends. It's a lack of a not a problem with appreciation because I mean I'm sure he appreciates everything. He's it's a lack of I guess we we use appreciation for the, for the your portrayed role because Joe does little he little bros Rory all the time. Oh the, yeah, because because he's the older than him. Yeah, but think about that when you do the same thing for five years and it's always. Rory, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about, Rory. We do. It's like, oh, okay, I can see it. Could, it even though that action wasn't, yeah. it builds up after. And after it's like, sometimes, time. like, you, like, I'm not even trying to be a dick. It's like, sometimes your shorty might be like, yo, why you let him talk to you like that? Mm-hmm. That's, that's really all it could have been. Come on, like, yo, why you let him act like that? Like, you, you don't get tired? So he, he, he might have been like, yo, we got to fight. Yo, you, you're OD. I don't, I don't like that anymore. It was cool. Mm-hmm. I know you. this is your your, your shtick. You, you do the enigmatic, you're angry, whatever, whatever. Right now, like I'm not jacking that. Like, yo, don't 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 be little my point, because, you know, this is how you want to you know get your shit your shits off. Mm. You feel me? So it's it's a lot. It's all speculative. I'm just saying, like, just thinking, like, just watching people, and just like historically seeing the breakups of things that you really really cared about. It's like it's like yo. Sometimes it's just a matter of you outgrow something, and I think it's good that they took a break. And from all I like you said, I get it. It's. It's you know, more because y'all yeah, always be pointed at it. As, how you gonna say we a, as team, a team? Yeah, but then you make an executive move. But then it's also a matter of what are their true roles? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, you could do a Joe Budden podcast without Rory and Mo. It's been literally being done right now. You can't do a Joe Budden podcast without Joe Budden, and that's the point. Like you know, that's where I kind of like, like, I get it. Not saying the show would last long without these two, mm-hmm. but it would go on. They would have a and it's a podcast. They're not tied to a major network. They, Joe Budden can have this going as long as he wants. Yep. So it's just a, like it no, sucks. You're right. It sucks, and uh, I, I think that's the reality. But that's the reality of business with friends. Mm. Like, let's be real. Somebody threw a bag, <laughs> threw a million at us. We can be like, okay, hold on, wait. Now what? What? What can we do and can't do after five seasons? <laughs> Am I still going to greet you by calling you a hoe every time you <laughs> you walk? <laughs> like you feel me? Now that there's eyes and. You know, now that there's you got your own fan base, you got your own clout. Like, oh yeah, because did people be like, oh yeah, because I, because I, from what I seen from the, the Joe Bun podcast, there be times where they be having like a hot take, and then fans be like, oh no, nah, Rory killed you on that one. Or I could see that happening and be like, oh, then that can influence the person's mind. Yeah, and it's it's, it's not even like not even say it's like about being big headed. It's just a matter of like, yo, you're growing as a professional. Mm-hmm. Like I've been. Working in education for going on six years. If somebody still treats me like a year one teacher, regardless of our relationship, I'm like, yo, relax. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. May not be disrespectful, but it's like they might take it as like, yo, why, like, why is this a bad thing now? I just outgrew that role that you saw me in. I'm still here. I'm still the same slick, but yo, like at a point, you gotta it, you gotta respect me for respect where, I, where I where I where I'm at. Respect the growth where I'm at right now. No, that's hundred percent. So I hope they work it out. I, we've seen bigger groups and we've seen worse groups get break up for less. But I ain't gonna lie, Joe, love you, but 
Charlemagne the God has <laughs> he's been right about you, man. Because um, there's always been a thing. I mean, I don't know what's been going on between Charlemagne and Joe. They felt they yeah, have like, like an intense, like a love hate, but like yeah, a, like brothers, like intense competition between. But they kind of like sabotage each other and talk. It's weird. It's not no, but Charlemagne has always said that Joe, but Joe Button always has self sabotage himself, regardless of anything that's successful around him. He has always self sabotage himself, and. I looked into some of his history and I'm like, okay, I can see where you see he kind of like fucked it up. But with this case now, because this was the one one thing that I'm like, Joe is not going to do this. This this means too much to him. It brings him, you know, it's with his friends. It's not like, because, you know, before, like the DJ Academic, the Complex, like they wasn't really friends prior to that. So I can see why they could go different ways and all that. But this is his friends. They've been knowing each other for over 10 years. This is the last place I thought something would be like that based off of Joe's decision. But you also got to look at the person. A lot of times in success and not even in success and just in life, there are people that just, they struggle to adapt. You feel me? Like they Mm -hmm. can't, like they could be doing good for a while. But all it takes is one thing to snap them back and you see the reality of who they are. They're not saying that's a bad thing. It's just a matter of like, yo, if I know XYZ is can be a dick at times and eventually it's coming my way, I'm like, yo, I'm good. I'm good off that. No love lost. I can still love you, but I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. It's a part of growth. But for, for Budden, it's just like, yo, if that is the case where he is... Sabotaging the show or whatever, like you know, going to flush it down the toilet to prove a point, or you know, be his natural self, and that is what it is. So you got you got to you got to want better for yourself and to, to change yourself in order to get the most out of life. Yep, you're right. So I mean, hopefully we'll see. We'll check. We'll give you our progress report after a month to see. Yeah, we got like three three and a half weeks. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be back. Hopefully, nah. hopefully, give us the a little inside. Like, let, let like talk about. Let's have a therapy session on the Joe Budden podcast. Give us the real. Yeah, and then I see, and I see. You know, they're talking on Twitter. You know, I, and what I really appreciate is they're not on social media clowning each other, trying to do nothing crazy amongst each other. So I appreciate y'all keeping it off the book, and we'll see what happens. Now, this next topic. Also has hurt me just a little bit because this man has been falsely advertising this association that I'm proud of. As many of y'all know, I'm a proud brother of Faithful Black Man Association. And this imposter, this villain. Oh, you remember the FBMA? Shout out to the FBMA. Yes, this guy, Derek Jacks, has been, has infiltrated and Posed as a brother of this faithful organization, and he's been cheating the scandal, which have taken the news by storm. Man, fuck him! <laughs> so we gotta talk about this because this has been this is kind of like the March highlight. Because you know, now what they do for twenty twenty one, they put in like highlights for each month. You know, we had January, we had the whole Capitol Hill situation. February, you had the whole Gorilla Glue lady. <laughs> March is Derek <laughs> is Derek Jacks. He has officially submitted himself into the March highlight. 
Now, many of y'all not know is um, Derek Jacks is a relationship guru and author. Eh, wait, wait, before you even do that, self-proclaimed relationship guru. Thank you. Thank you, yes. And an author. And he has been over the years on his YouTube channels and other platforms giving out relationship advice to women and have condemned men about cheating on various platforms. And some of his books goes into details about this. But recently, his mistress... Who's been pregnant? Yes, I just found this. That's the reason why he's been put out that way. Damn, he had a maybe baby? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So. My fault. I got to be serious. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so let me. I want to give. I want to give. I want to make sure I get the mistress part correct on this part, though, because she. So according to him, according to her, that he claims that him and his wife were separated. Quote unquote. Quote unquote That nigga lying Yeah so Last year Around November December She found out she was pregnant But she didn't want to have no children She was a doctor And whatnot. So He didn't want her to have an abortion So he tried to prolong it Saying you know Him and his wife have been separated He's been trying to get a divorce It's been hard to serve her papers Because the wife has been in a different state And mind you She, she have seen him as recently as March and one of the major things that has been said is all those videos have he done in the car has been in front of her home. So all those videos of him giving advice, relationship advice to women in the public, especially about condemning cheating. Yo, where's Kevin Sands when you need them? <laughs> all those car videos, if you and they made pictures and they made they showed you the different they showed you like the similarities has all been in front of his mistress house. Well, I mean, I don't know. Keep going. I don't know if you want me to talk right now. Yeah. And then now, you know, since that been the highlight, and before this, not a lot of people knew about his wife. Shit, I ain't know about him. Yep. So now, in his apology video, he has brought his wife into the forefront, publicly, in my opinion, embarrassing her. Oh, he, he humiliated the shit out of her. We're going to talk about it, though. We're going to get there. Uh man, let me see. Let me see if I get this this audio. This is her talking. A question. I keep on getting this question. Why now did Derek beat you and drag you to save him? Well, first let me say that only Jesus Christ can save Derek. Okay? Only Jesus can save him. He has already done that. And now Derek is laying in the bed that he made with the actions that he took. And the only person that saved him from that and can save him from it is Jesus Christ. I can't do. So as you could tell, they come from a very religious background. That's a fact. And I just want to play this one video before we get into our deep discussion about this. I have to. Because, you know, she made, uh, her name is um, Denea Jackson. And this video has been, I, I come on now, this video, I have to play this. I have to play this. Please, the enemy. What's up? I came here in my battle suit. I came here on the battleground covered in the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I received the anointing of the water and I spilled the blood of the enemy. You see a bonnet. I see the helmet of salvation. You see an army green shirt. I see the breastplate of righteousness. I see the belt of truth, the sandals of peace. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and the shield of faith. And I've come to the battleground. 
covered in the blood of Jesus to proclaim victory over sin. What's up? We're gonna we're gonna be serious. We're gonna be serious, and we're gonna really break down because this guy is is definitely trouble. He's a narcissistic. We're gonna get serious on him, but Shorty came to the battlefield in the helmet. Oh man, um, I pray for you, and I pray for what y'all going through. But what you got to say? I let you start off. Um, man, first off. I didn't know who this cat was. Like I, like I get social media. You can literally be whoever you want to be. You're a love guru, whatever. Like that was a great movie, but you could be whoever you want. I get that. You could anybody. Not anybody, but we're in an era where pretty much anybody with some writing talent can create, can write a book and craft a story, and portray and discuss whatever means. And we live in an era also where we are probably the most love deprived we've ever been because there's so much superficial bullshit around us. Yeah. Now, on the terms of just the, the overall surface level situation, a man cheated on his wife, a woman he took vows to love and to hold and be with forever. That's something that no with multiple man, women's by the way. With multiple women. That's one thing that you should never take lightly. Like you if you put a ring on it, that's you you should all your urges I get we're like men. We've always been told like men will be men, boys will be boys. You know you can't mm-hmm. fight your urges. You yes, you fucking can. Yes, you can. That's your wife. Like I'm not the most religious person in the world, but I do believe in commitment, and I think that what he did, whether they were separated or not, if they were separated, that's a conversation for another day. But based on these theatrics, I'm assuming that that was a lie. Yep. So there was no separation. Um, to only come forward publicly with this because it's already out. That's 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 gross. Like that's really sickening. Because what were you going to do if it didn't come out? Were you going to just lie to your wife? Mm-hmm. You're going to pop up with a new kid. You're going to you're going to have two but families. The thing about it is, not only do you confirm the speculation, you don't just offer a statement or you know something that could. You don't. He didn't protect his wife, and I think that's probably the most off-putting portion of this. Yep. He literally did a a YouTube video with his wife. And whether she says it or not, it looked as though she was highly uncomfortable. Maybe I know they did do the live afterwards and whatever, mm-hmm. but that was not a conversation for the world. You don't honestly at that point you don't owe the world anything. And you don't owe the world a lot of book speaking on the situation. Yeah, he was definitely peddling a book afterwards, right? Yep. But we can get into this conversation about infidelity, cheating. It's one of the most destructive things you can do to a person. Scientifically, when a person is cheating on, infidelity occurs in a relationship. the The emotions and the the um the feelings that are released in the mind are similar to when somebody dies. Yeah. So. You have caused so much grief for this woman or this person. Anybody that cheats, right? You've done that. And on top of, in this case, on top of asking for forgiveness, you literally made it a spectacle. How? You made a reaction video? They made a react. That's, that's not even get there yet. So whatever you, your, your vows before your God, your vows before your wife, you broke those. 
you compound that by creating a child out of wedlock. You compound that by letting this whole social media clout idea drive you to put this embarrassing ass YouTube video up. And you compound that by making a reaction video where you speak in third person, where you kind of cop a plea about what you did. Like, my nigga. And you forgot he added, even though he has cheated, still promoted that he gave great advice and you should watch his other videos that can help you. Yo, I'm not going to front. When I saw this pop up, I didn't even care. Like, I didn't even read it. I didn't want to watch it. I ignored it because I was like, this is stupid. We live in a clout. Like I said, we're clout clout chasing right now. This is clout for him, regardless of how he might be the most disdained person amongst black women right now. Mm -hmm. And black men, because one thing we have to mention is other than giving relation advice and condemning, he has been condemning um, public figures such as Charlamagne the God and other people who have gone through their cheating scandals. He has well, he has made countless videos attacking them and telling them why they shouldn't cheat. Being a hypocrite, mind you, you was doing your dirt. And this is not the only woman that he cheated on his wife with. There's been multiple claims of other women. It's only he got pregnant. Yes. And that's the one that snitched on him and had he made the whole video about. I subscribe to this notion. And I think that this is probably where it's going to get really, really dark, right? He, not only did you humiliate, you humiliate, like, not even did you cheat, you humiliated your wife. Because mm-hmm. now, people not just worried about the cheating that way, but baby, but you turned her into a meme. You turned her into a character. Her helmet of salvation. That's the, the, the speech was funny. I'll give it to you. But it's just like, yo, bro. When people see your wife out, that's the first thing they're going to think about. This situation you put her in, she's being called stupid. She's being called foolish. She got to deal with the fact that, you know, okay, I might be, she might have forgiven you, but she's never going to forget this. Yeah. And I think just being in relationships where you have, people have made choices and maybe not even as deep as cheating, but being in situations where it's like you're, Something happens where it's like you just feel like you're at a loss with this person and you, you try to push forward, but it's like, yo, how can you look at somebody the same way? And they could be off something little, you feel me? Off of like not telling the truth about something. Mm. You mean to tell me you you chose to marry this person? You cheated on this person. You got your side piece pregnant. You cheated multiple times. You got one of your side pieces pregnant while you were still parading around with this facade of you being this upstanding guy, oh yes, women, you should date a man like me because I am married and a man <laughs> of the cloth and all this other bullshit. Yep. But I, I I genuinely sympathize with her because nobody wants to be embarrassed. Yeah. Nobody wants to feel like not only are you the person that's done wrong in a situation, but nobody's going to him for answers. Yep. Everybody's going to go to her. And and, I, and and the public, I can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he ever showed his wife publicly before this. I could be wrong about this, but that's what I heard. His wife has never done nothing publicly in his channel before. He just mentioned that he was married, but he never um, showcased his wife. So this is the first time she's getting on screen, which is even worse. Man, that man is a clown. And and I want to add this, and, you, and we can have a little discussion about this. Cheating is wrong, all shapes or form. My thing with cheating is there's layers or tears of cheating. Of cheating. Now, if you go do a one night stand, you in the club or whatnot, still wrong, still bad. But I feel like I could forgive that. 
But when you make a lot of emotional connection with a lot of person, a relationship, that there, there's no there's no coming back. There's no coming back. Then and then they, also you have a baby on the way. There's no coming back for me. I ain't go. Not gonna lie to you. I even think about like the, the you know like the boys from what Mars, the girls are from Venus, or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's like you think about cheating. Like in, in my younger days, you had a conversation like, oh, for guys, you know. It's all we just want to have sex with everything, and mm-hmm. but it's like if your girl did something, like if this shoe on the foot, this man would be hurt. He'd be destroyed. Yeah, he'd probably leave her. Cause one, men don't do well with that, and two, yo, a woman sleeping with somebody else is an emotional attachment. Yeah, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to generalize everything, but most times it's like you had to want to do that. Yeah, like, or there was something like it in that relationship that she had before for the for her to go seek that out from a lot of person. Yeah, for a guy, a lot of times it's like yo. She was there. She was available. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this man took it even further, like, yo, you cheated and you compounded that by your, all your, like, your videos are really in front of this. Like, if that's true. No, that's true. You my man's a scumbag. And then you compound a baby? Like, my nigga. And you over here trying to preach. Like, yo, the, I wasn't even mad until I saw his reaction video because it's like, yo, like Kevin on stage said, like, yo, he's a marketing genius. But he's like the scum of the earth because it's like, yo, you're really trying to sit here and you're masking this video as a commercial for your next for your new book. You're also using it to cop a plea. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you wrong, my nigga. You're and done. to promote other videos. Yeah, you're wrong. You're done. If anybody's still supports him after that, that's trash. Because it's like, how you gonna want to hear about love advice from the man that can do the most the the most grimy thing you can do to a woman? Yep. Or do to a partner in general. You feel me? I think that's where you really got. And, and my thing, what makes him even worse in my eyes is, he's manipulating his wife with religion. He's using the God thing. He's using the forgiveness of God, and he knows that's what his wife truly believes in. So he's using that all to get her in the bag. And that's even horrible in itself because now you're not only embarrassing her, but you're manipulating her, and. And I could be wrong, but I don't really think he is into religion that much. I think he's just using that as a means to manipulate her and to have her forgive him. Because he's a narcissistic. This is all traits of a narcissistic person. And that's 100% narcissism. And it's 100% manipulation. Because like you said, yo, you mean to tell me your girl is in church every Sunday, Bible, like, she's seen, you've seen the helmet of my salvation. Oh, chest plate. Again? Yeah. Funny as fuck. However... It gives you insight to her as a person. God plays a real, real important role in her life. So this man coming before her and shaping this as testimony against the devil, which I guess would be him. Mm-hmm. Genius, I guess. I don't know. I want to talk about another man's jump. But <laughs> like him coming to, uh, coming in off of that, it's just like, yo, why put this woman through this? And it's the shit's mistress is to having a baby? Uh, I believe so Because he kept trying to deter Her from having an abortion And she have seen him As recently as early March That's trash bro Fuck this nigga I'm not giving him no more of my, <laughs> my words or whatever To black women though Whoa. What are you playing? I'm sorry It just popped up out of my phone My fault Continue No I was just saying Like as like we, we talk about protecting black women it's not just the physical, bro. It's 100% like you have to protect their mental. They're already not even like 
black people in general are already so genetically predisposed to nonsense based on everything they've experienced. But the black woman is more so than anything. Those the women, their their moms and aunts and grandmas were raped in slavery. Mm-hmm. They're and you think about the twentieth and twenty first century. They were impregnated and left alone. Men, their men were leaving. How many women do you know today that have their guard up because they don't know how to love somebody or don't trust somebody to love them? Or they have to love with a controlling lens, right? Because they're scared to be vulnerable because when they are, niggas like this fuck them over. And then they yeah. can't meet the right guy. Or they can't give the, the the guy that wants to give them everything a proper chance. And also another lesson is... Don't condemn people when you have skeletons in your backyard. Yeah, facts. He, I'm not, I don't, I don't say that. I actually do say this a lot. Yo, he could suck my whole dick. A hundred percent. Because I'm like, you condemning other people. Why? And that, to me, those are the worst people because you out here spewing that he's righteousness. A, he's and you're a member of the church. You know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Oh, we going to move on because, you know, you about to get the holy church on us. Church got the, you know church got the most hypocrites in it. Uh, Maybe pimps and pimps be pastors. Oh, yeah, because, you know, uh, a lot of people be, the church be, church people saying, be fucking. Club, club let out. I ain't going to lie. Club let out at 530. They, they at Bible study at 735. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, my fault, y'all. I was telling the secrets. But, but you know what I'm excited for, though? Just get on to some fun topics, though. Weather's getting nice. It was like, it was like what seventy five degrees last week, bro. Yeah, and for those that are not from New York, that is actually categorized as nice up here. <laughs> yes. Once you hit eighty six, we don't play those games. I'm not going outside. And the weather was not, even though it got mad windy, it, it switched to Chicago real quick to me. I ain't gonna lie. It, I, the wind was, I almost got lift off, and I'm a big dude, so that was that was saying something. You're a little husky. That's a lot of wind. <laughs> so, but. This is the start of the season, my favorite season. This is gonna be misogynistic. We in the misogynistic hour of this podcast now. Let me you couldn't get you my. couldn't you couldn't break this up a little bit more because woo, that's Whoa. a good switch. <laughs> that's a good switch. This is this is the toxic time of the podcast. Let us get our shit off. That's Don't awesome. condemn us. We not preaching no righteousness and telling you we not doing. We practice what we preach over here. But this is my favorite season. DJ, cue me up. Uh. Uh. Hey, let's go. Okay, now, ladies. If you know you, baby. What, what? Sundress season. We are here, baby. What, what? Uh huh. Uh huh. That's right, ladies. You heard it here first. It's almost sundress get, season time. Some gunshots. Let me get some applause. Let me get, get give me the whole soundboard. Like, oh, that's what it's about to sound like with the sundresses on. Ah oh, man, it's almost that season, y'all. It's time for the the twist outs with the sundresses with the little Roman sandal Johns. Oh man, uh, I. Gotta get your sunglasses on. Get I your... feel like I haven't seen a sundress in two years, brother. I mean, I, My ass was outside last summer. Shut up. Come on now. <laughs> really? You know, that's when the pandemic was on the highest. Uh, man. And I'm excited. You know, and you know, we respect women. We we even though we we talk about sundress, we like how it looks on you. Do not touch. Have consent. <laughs> Don't do nothing crazy, fellas. Don't get yourself and respect watch our women. mouths too. Cause yes. it's, it's, it's a lot of niggas that they don't they don't touch, but then they say some real fucked oh, up yes. shit when they can't get a woman's attention. Yeah, and then if she rejects you, she says she got a man, she don't have a number, 
Don't sit here and curse her out after because you wanted her, bro. Yeah, that's little dick energy. Yes. Like, yo, whatever. And okay. we only promoting big dick energy on this podcast, that's okay? That's a fact. Shout out to the to all the queens out there. You know, summertime, the sisters, they be glowing, man. And also, just the leggings, too. Like, them, them little hieroglyphic leggings y'all be rocking. You know, you know those num, num patterns, leggings? I'm going to have to show you this. Please bring those out, too. It's almost though. time for, like, the little parachute pants, a little, little flowy, like, little, like... Mid- Middle Eastern designs Yes We are outside yeah. Safely Safely <laughs> Safely Please advise Get, vac- get vaccinated Do not get the Johnson Don't go Johnson. into nobody Closed environment No club But yo, the, the park is open y'all Yes Shout out to every You know it's a, it's And June 19th Is on a Saturday this year Oh it's Juneteenth Juneteenth Oh the The real Independence Day It's lit in the mug But yo It's 100% Sundress season Yo We've been in the house for a year. By that time, be a year and a half. By the summertime, like a hundred percent, like do what you gotta do to feel good this summer, ladies. My 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 guys, you too, man. I know every, all of y'all bought all the Nike shorts, all the multicolored Nike shorts. You know they got, you know they got the starter pack. You know they got the white tee, gold Nike. necklace, Nike shorts with the fitted in the Air Forces, oh, or they got the Yeezys or the one. Now nah, they gonna be rocking the University of the Mocha ones. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Already, we got y'all. We, we got y'all already. Every outside kickback is gonna be at least ten dudes in there, just like that. Facts with all y'all Yo the polo teaser Is gonna be Out of stock this summer I already know the vibes For y'all sh- The hell you showed your age Don't do polo teaser more. No more polo teaser You don't do polo teaser No I'm talking about Regular white polo teaser We don't have So what white tees We were using now I'll tell you later Wait that's out of Oh wow I feel old now I thought you had A polo white tee You valid out here Copping the Calvins The Calvins bro The Calvins is back I thought he was racist Nah that was time Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nah, All right, yeah. copy. But I'll nah, get my old ass back. Like, yo, <laughs> it's all about this summertime, man. Like I said, it's been crazy. So, yo, get fly, get your hair cut, ladies, get your hair done, and that means whatever you gotta do. If you if you natural, oh natural, if you if you curly sue, you curly sue it, and yo. Play that, play that record. You play that record one more time. Let's just, let's just, you gotta get the energy hype. Cause all right, all right, run it back man. one more time. Cause it's like, yo, it's eight ladies. Run that back. If you got a good head on your shoulder, uh-huh. if you got a good pussy, if you never let a hoe fuck you, what? what? It's about your chick, drink more wet. Uh huh. We empower it. women. I need all that. Yeah, that should be your vibe. Yeah, what? I really got a man. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, now we playing music. We gotta get to the song of the week, bro. Song of the week. We can do song of the week. What up? What up? What up? All right. What's your song of the week, brother? Uh, I got two. I got two. The first joint. Um, that Justin Bieber record is crazy. I now, mean, which one version? Because you told me there was two versions. Yeah. Right? Now nah, the album version is cool. It's gonna be number one. But he did a a, a tiny desk on YouTube for uh, National Public Radio. It's called Peaches, but the piano version. Let me tell you, when I heard this, I thought this shit was the one of the most amazing Justin Bieber songs I ever heard from from you know post black Justin. He don't really hang out with the blacks no more, but he gave us this one, so you can run that up. All right. Don't even sound like the radio record, but like Jamie Foxx in that comedy special. Oh, that's fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you like, Justin? Run that. I didn't even know he played the piano. I didn't either. I thought he was lying. I get my peaches out in Georgia. 
Oh, my boy smoking that big shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass. I get my light right from the source, yeah. yeah that's it. And I see you. Way I'll breathe you in. It's the texture. I gotta flick your lighters to this. I wanna wrap my arms around you, baby. Never let, let you go. Oh, and I see you. There's nothing like your ties. He in his bag. And I'll be right here with you till the end. I get my peaches out in Georgia. Yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the. Oh, he flexed on this. Okay. I get my light right from the source. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Cut it, you can cut it, you can cut it. Aye, aye, aye. The album joint is violet, but I was like, yo, this the the piano, that was it. And then I got I got two records for y'all because y'all know he do it all the time. Two records, two you, records. You copy me, I let you rock. So man, I know I'm, I've been preaching the praises of Trevor Jackson. He been putting out some good music. He just dropped his album, Love Language. He got some good bops on there. Which record, song? It's called By Yourself. It's a record I've been bumping. You a mean bit. Be Yourself? Is it Be or By? I have Be Yourself. Let me see. Oh yeah, be yourself. My fault. My fault. I'm the oh, I like this beat. Okay, it's like it's like he put like a mid two thousands around on most of these records. This like right here. I know you be in the club. Yes, you do. I know all them girls you hang with. Uh huh. They be catching you. And we talking over this so we don't get sued, alright? So don't get mad at us. <laughs> you need some time. If you want to hear the whole song, go download it. Go support him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Hey. That's a bop for real. Shout out Trevor Jackson. Man. I don't like the cover art for it, but yeah, yo, music we getting a little. I mean, it's the love language. That's his. I guess that's his love language face. <laughs> so it's the third song, brother. So on you, bro. What you got? Oh, I thought you say you. I thought you say you had two songs. Nah, nah, I ain't got. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. Oh, okay. I'm gonna chill um, you know, I had to. You know, I can't. I can't. You know, I got. I can't do the hood stuff all the time. You know, they get on me for that. So I'm going to start off with this song that I really like from Tiana Taylor called Concrete. Tiana Taylor? Yes, sir. Go support her album. That album was fire. And she did a good job in coming to America, too. Damn sure did. She looked fire. Oh. 
You gotta really listen to this lyrics though. Let's talk about forgiveness. She can talk that talk. You wanna sit and breathe on the phone? No. Silence is telling me something's wrong. We can fuck it away, we can fuck it away. We can drink it away and see it away. We can fight it away, can one night it away? Too much pride in the way. Trying to get through to you. I just got you gotta hit the chorus though. This shit, that's the that's the shit that hits the most. Too much on my mind. Too much on the line. Sing it! Don't know why every time that shit like talking up. Concrete, concrete, concrete. Harder than concrete, concrete, concrete. I need something concrete, concrete, concrete. Ah. That was Tiana Taylor Concrete. Her song composition, like if you go back to like her last couple albums, like it's always been a, it's been on point. I think that's something I appreciate about her as an artist. Yeah, that album. I mean, people didn't receive it well, but I feel like we're not talking about it enough, and she just definitely deserves some awards for that album. But that's the that's the the fucked up thing about R and B today. It's like it's so much good R and B, but it doesn't move the the needle. Like I was watching, who was it? Was it T Pain or was it Jim Lee? Like, yo, they're not looking for talent. It's looking for numbers. So if your mm. joints is if you your joints doing numbers, it don't matter if that song concrete oh, yeah. could be ten times better than the 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 it R and B song right now, but then it's not doing the numbers, so it's not gonna get the respect it deserves. And that's that was reflected in the Grammys. Like Are you right? Because and also I'm upset about the Grammys because Jenna Aiko didn't win nothing and she had a great album. That was good. I'll bump it. Nah, it was she should have won. Bro. She should have won something. John Legend. Fuck out of here, John. You, I, I'm, I'm sensing that conspiracy we're in there. We gonna, we, we gonna talk about it next time. But can I get a gunshot though for this next song? You know I gotta bring the hood flavor though. Come on now. I remember claiming dips. Let's go, little dirt, Hellcats, Trackhawks. What? Lock that door. Uh huh. Wait, wait, hold on. How did we can get I, here? Can I get a lot of gunshot right now? This is this is the OTF Only the Family compilation album. You know, one of, got some music from King Von, R.I.P. King Von. But this song is Little Dirk, Hellcats, and Track Hawks. Let's get it. I remember claiming Dipset. Uh huh. Had some bitches on my line. I told them bitches get they lips. Lock that door. Where them bows at? Let's get it. Search for his gun. Where's pole at? Oh. We on his ass where it shows Come on, now don't look at me like this, Law. Look at it. Uh-huh. I be hating when these rappers call these rappers brothers. What? Only the family in my ass, bitch, we got each other. I popped a perk and drunk a gallon, man, that hurt my stomach. Man, what? Doing the dash inside the lamb, that shit had made me vomit. Fuck from the back, I pull her head, she screaming while she coming. Got four them G-locks, they be clutching every time they serve With all that rah-rah like you like that, come around, you nervous. Come on now. Looking like you like that, now you acting turn. Don't do that. Don't do that, what, Slick. What did I do? What did don't, I do? don't. I was bumping. It, that was cool. It, no, no. Embrace this nigger room, okay? <laughs> this nigger tree. You are a hood booger. Embrace this nigger tree, okay? Booger. Go get that. You feel me? And, and RP King Von, though. You feel me? Support Dirk. Support Dirk, yo, but I don't, that's not my flavor. I'm not going to hold you. 
Come on now. He okay, said, I remember claiming yeah. Dipset. Yes. So these bitches I get their lips wet. I, I remember that era. It was a great era. But I just, and, and I'm saying it was dope. I might, I could listen to it. <laughs> but but yeah, but those are my two songs right there. You know, I, I like to bring a little balance of righteous and ratness to it. You know, you just want to be a hood rat. So on now, all right. So for our last topic before we end this podcast, you know, we gotta do the toxic topic. And the question today is, well, you secure enough to be with an OnlyFans girl? What is OnlyFans? What's the definition? I'm fuck with you. <laughs> so, am I comfortable enough to be with a sex worker? Basically, hey, you know what? You is not technically because people use OnlyFans for different. They do, things. but I. But I'm, we obviously I'm about talking to say about, about sex workers. <laughs> yes. like, don't bullshit me. <laughs> um, I think so now. My big age, like three or four years ago, hell no. Mm. But like, I think now, like, hey, well, it depends on what she what she's doing. On the OnlyFans, I mean, she doing with other people. She doing with me, or she or she doing like the sexy pictures of herself. Hey, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like if she just taking like new like tasteful news and shit. Like that's like, right, you, girl, you bought me a PlayStation with this money. I think I will have more of a problem if I was already in a relationship with her and she and she got an OnlyFans. If if I met you and you was already doing OnlyFans, I can't really complain because that was something that you was doing before me. Before me, but. We've been together about like a year or so, and then you come to me saying you want to do this OnlyFans stuff. I might have to, my eyebrows might raise a little bit for that. That's a fact, and I think I think to piggyback off that, like the idea, like yo, like you hit it for me, like I had to hear, <laughs> like yo, I knew I do her. That's like the how the fuck you know her? <laughs> like what you talking about? Like look, look, bro, look. That's where I think it's the, that, the idea of that embarrassment might fuck around mm-hmm. and mess it up. But like yo. At the end of the day, like everybody their own person. I feel like if your vibes is right and you not like I don't know, like it's not like you like you're not getting dicked down by random dudes on your joint. But I, then again, the guys can't pay you extra money besides their subscription to have you do stuff. You know a yeah. lot about OnlyFans. You gotta do research. I mean we we do <laughs> oh, research do. for this podcast. <laughs> we do research for this podcast and we have to make sure we are knowledgeable in these topics Fair before enough. we present it to the public. All right, too, touche, ho. Um and I don't think I don't think it would bother me unless she was like making content with like other dudes while we together. That's like that's out of bounds. Like, hold on, wait a minute now. Now you gonna be sucking some dick, you know, nigga. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's a Fendi. So would you would you perf- would you participate? I don't know. That's weird. So she started out with cla- with with nudes and regular she want, she outfit. Put out, yeah. and then she was like, let me start, let's pop on our we sex life have, in there. We gonna have to have a business meeting, but remember we talking about Joe Buddy <laughs> and boundaries. Because <laughs> I'm about to say, how much you selling this for? Hundred dollars? How many people bought it? Because the subscription go crazy, but they mostly make their money off of people. Doing special requests and sending the money for like special requests, like some you know some people got like weird foot fetishes. They'd be like, "Yo, I've I'll pay you fifty dollars for a foot photo." Yeah, I heard that the the, the feats is getting like thousands. I don't thousands understand of that. I'll just say you think my my, my joints is a little busted. What? I'll say I'll put my joints out there. Like, yo, <laughs> hey, yo, what up? Y'all niggas is weirdos with that foot pick. I don't know. What's I mean, going everybody on. got their own. Like everybody got their shit that you're they right, like. Though right. that's the thing. That's like I can't be mad at what you like because I don't like it, and I think. This might be a side note, like the little Nas X shit. Like you seen heard about the Montero joint, right? It's a wild video. I didn't watch it yet, but I've seen clips. Oh no, I, I just know he came out with the sneakers, right? Now he put out a video, but it's like it's very suggestive. It's like it's like his his 
hey, I'm gay, and this is what it's like to be like. If you guys want to have WAP, this is the I don't want to say the gay WAP. No, the DAP. I guess, <laughs> but it's, it got to cause a lot of outrage. But it's like, yo, I'm not gonna watch it because I'm not into that. But at the same point, I'm not gonna knock him for doing being comfortable. And it's like, yo, yeah, there's a community for that. It's not like he's the only person. There's a whole community yeah, that would me? enjoy that. So like, if my shorty wanted to. Be OnlyFans, girl. Like, baby, you better be the best OnlyFans girl out here. But don't be wilding now. <laughs> it's a restriction. Yeah, it's like, you got to know your partner, too. It's like, yo, it's not like you're going to be like, is that, oh, you going to date any OnlyFans, girl? Like, no. I got If my shorty, like, if I met her and I knew she was, like, really artsy and tasteful and she's posting tasteful nudes and she's making a, a bag and it's like, yo, uh, we could talk about it. And it, I think it also goes into... What, what, what do you say For the women That be like Oh you can't control her You can't All that I can't control stuff. her uh, You're 100% right I can't control her But I can control, I can control myself, myself. Uh huh. And I think that's the thing That when we have Those discussions It kind of goes Over people's heads Because for argument's sake Me being like Yo nah you can't do that Oh But It's like yo I'm not a daddy I'm a partner And as a partner In a partnership It's like yo Alright You do this Like if it's temporary, like you just need, like you need extra bread to, to get something done or whatever. Like, okay, I'm here with you, but once that goal is met, all right, we we done with this. If something you want to continue and I'm not comfortable with it, you can't make you can't make me like that. You can't make me stay with you because I don't like what you're doing. That and makes don't sense. shame me for breaking yeah. up with you either. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, oh, it's weak ass nigga. Da, da, da. Oh yeah, that's small the, dick energy for that. That's not small dick energy. We had an agreement. We, <laughs> we it's weird the time we live in too because. Every How do you say this Fuck it I'm gonna say how, how it comes out If it comes out wrong I apologize This might not it. go well This might not go well We live in a time Where it's like we, Everybody wants us To accept Everything mm. You feel me I'll Like everything It's uncool To not like something And I'm not talking about Like on some racial Like it's uncool like, like, like black people White people But it's like It's uncool To criticize Anything Yeah If you say Let's use the WAP Let's do something hetero Let's talk about WAP The WAP video As a guy I loved it Yeah But also I'm like As a big brother As a You know Educator Somebody that works with young kids I'm like oh damn I'm not gonna say my The kids couldn't watch it But it's so easily accessible It's like damn How do Like what If, if a kid come in It's wet ass pussy yeah. I'm like wait Hold on <laughs> Wait You're going too far Cardi. Yes But it's reactionary, you know? Salt Bay, we talked about that shit. Girls was saying, oh, you guys just aren't in touch with you. No, no. You don't feed me. I don't want my girl to feed me. Why would I want another nigga to feed me? That's a fact. And as a man, I don't feel right about that. I'm entitled to that feeling. Mm -hmm. I'm also conscious enough in myself to be like, I'm not going to make you feel bad about it. Like if it's my yeah, I feel like you could dislike something, but as long as you're not harming that person or the community or per perpetuating anything yeah. that can get them hurt. So, and and this might be controversial, but like even for like people who don't like gay people, okay, you don't like the LGBT community. As long as you're not spewing hate or attacking them, or even with the Asian with the Asian hate, stop Asian hate by the way. With that, you don't you don't like Asians, okay? As long as you're not attacking them or preventing them from getting any type of Loans or anything like that What they do to black folks And so all that Like systemic You're not perpetuating Systemic situations That can disenfranchise These people Then 
be as fucking hateful as you want. I don't yeah. care. If you, like, don't like me because of me. Like, it's fucked up. But at the same point, as long as you're not hindering my opportunities, I'm not hindering yours. That's all you can ask for. And that's I was like, fair. with Shorty, if she wanted to do OnlyFans, like, okay, like, yo, as a man, like, we're gonna talk about what? Like, what are you doing? Because you going if you we're gonna have that conversation, it gotta be transparent. Yep. It gotta be like, so what are you like? What are you posting? Like, is this shit that you sent me? Is it? Time out. My, my my narcissism kicks in. Is this better than this shit? I ain't never seen you in that. <laughs> but you feel me, like stuff like that. Like you gotta you gotta really know your partner. You also gotta be able to trust your partner. Yes, that's a hundred percent. Like that's one thing. That's regardless if it's if it's sex work, if it's hell, if it's her going on a trip with her homies or vice versa. Yeah. Ladies, if it's your man going on a trip with his fellas, like y'all have to be able to trust each other. And be like, all right, bet I'm not going to try to micromanage you because I know that's how shit happens. Yeah, and that's going to make the person go. It's going to make them resent you. Yeah, but it's like, yo, all right, I trust you. And if you can't, and it's like, all right, maybe that's not who you need to be with. You feel me? Because I'm, I guarantee some of these the craziest OnlyFans girls probably got a nigga right now sitting right as like, hey, babe, look at what this nigga asked me to do. All right, get ready to take the picture because that's what they never talk about. Yep. Who's taking this content? It's not all ring lights. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, there's some body directing it. And I was like, yo, oh, no, no, I, I like that, I like that. But, and yeah. I definitely agree with you. I think with the OnlyFans, as long as we can discuss what's going to be posted, because at the end of the day, it's a partnership. I'm cool with it. It's nothing crazy about it. And OnlyFans don't have to only be used for that, but it can. But I'm just like, yo, you making they making buku money out there? Like, them girls is making over a hundred k a month, monthly. And I think off of just showing some of them, like um, Rosa Costa, I love you, by the way. She don't show no really no nudity, od like that. She just show sexy videos. She making over a hundred k, top five percenters. I ain't gonna stop you from getting that bag, sis. I ain't gonna stop you. <laughs> I just feel like you know what we like in the last twenty years. Let's say twenty two thousand one. Yeah, that's BT uncut era, right? Mm-hmm. Sex has been monetized to the point where it went from like you having to stay up till three a.m. to see a video with a girl twerking in it to now those are the top songs in the country. Yep, you feel me. It went from you had to watch HBO to see a titty. <laughs> you had to have it on last on the old school remote. Or like, yeah. oh, go past channel 65 on the broken box. You just go on Twitter randomly. You yeah. find a titty on, I say, on your time. If I scroll down my timeline right now for five seconds, I'm going to see something naked or something yeah. sexual, some sexual illusion, right? And now you go easily Google search it. Porn is free. Like, I'm about yo. to say, but even that, you can watch a show on, on ABC. And somebody's getting their back blown out. It might be boy, boy, girl, 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 boy. You're going to see some shit. It's like, well, <laughs> damn, there was a time you had to have cable to watch this. Yeah. But that's just where we're at. But it's also like the acceptance of the human body. Everybody has a nipple. Everybody has sex. Everybody has a butt. There are a lot. Most people have sex. <laughs> nuns don't that I know of. I don't, don't know any nuns. That, that'd be interesting. Only, is there any OnlyFans nuns? <laughs> Sorry, my fault. I, I think nuns can't have an OnlyFans where they could do special preaches for well, prayers. I just gave somebody a million dollar idea. Congratulations! <laughs> but I think that you just like you, you. We're at a point where like yo, people accept our accept their bodies. Yeah, and we're because because I never understood why guys can like be in like movies with without their shirt off, and then girls will have to be blurred out and stuff like that. Because the image of the titty. Yeah, I said the titty, the nipple, free the, free the <laughs> yeah. nipple. So I'm just like, yo, I mean, I, I think that's good for us as society-wise as we get out of the olden age and we're more accepting more sexuality. And- I, I think we just have to have, like, 
more barriers for children. Not saying mm. that like they should be ashamed of their bodies or their preferences. I think we have to be cognizant of the idea that, you know, every kid isn't ready to see the same things at certain ages, you know. Some kids aren't ready to see the same thing when they turn 18, 20. Yep. You feel me? So I think what would be smart would be for like these social media companies to kind of create a, a way and I, know this, I don't know how they would do this I'm just but there's like, such thing as parenting control there on, is on but there's stuff. also like come on these kids know how to work their phones better than their parents have to tell oh, that's a fin dog you feel me like those, if you like once you like I feel like here's how it should be this is me just thinking once a parent about business plans now <laughs> okay, somebody get rich I'm fine we gonna hit off of this and some other shit but like yo when a parent buys their kid a phone like the phone like the, the, the parents have to put the kids age in so whatever apps they download oh. automatically connects to that like, oh you're only 12 you can't see certain things and I think we could do that. If you can tell me I've been around a nigga that has COVID-19 on my phone, you can tell my little cousin who's 10, like, yeah, you can't watch this video. You don't need to know what WAP is. Sorry. Yeah. You feel me? Or you're like, yeah, YouTube got to be like YouTube um, under YouTube 18. Kids. YouTube, yeah. YouTube PG. YouTube PG-13. Yeah. I'm just saying. Netflix have it. Netflix have the kids and stuff. I'm just saying. like that. Yo, Apple, holler at me. We can make it happen. I'll figure out how to do it. Let's cut this check. But yeah, my girl being only fans, girl, we'll only communicate about it. We could we could figure it out. Like as a man, am I so secure that it's not gonna bother me a tad bit? Like and also you like spend that bag on your boy. I'm too, about to say you know? if you adore me, Dior me. Uh-huh. <laughs> you you could you buy in Birkins for yourself. I just want some sneakers. You know, a, a marry me. You know, come on now. If you want to marry me, come on uh-huh. now. No, I was gonna marry me if you want to marry me. That's fire, right? I get down on one knee in my mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, well, we got you know, another toxic topic. We good. Nah, we good for this week. We've been holding up a little long for this week. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Make sure you like, listen, subscribe. Yo, any feedback, positive or negative, shoot it to us so we can definitely make this the best podcast you listen to. Yes, at this might not go well. And please, brands, if y'all want us to promote or y'all want to sponsor episode, please contact us at this might not go well at gmail.com. As usual, it's your boy Slick Grayson signing off. It's your boy B Breeze, aka Piper Sazon. And we out of here. Takai out.